Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me again on the Word Podcast. We're in the fourth chapter of John, and we just saw in the last episode that Jesus had needs to go through Samaria. Okay, King James says that. He must needs to go through Samaria. Uh, I believe that he was directed by the Father, by Most High God, to go from Judea to Galilee and to go in this particular way. Okay, go in a way that normally a good Jewish boy would not go, to go through a path that normally that a good Jewish boy would not take. And I think there's some things there for us to glean. I think there's some things there for us to understand that quite often in our lives that the Lord will direct us and lead us down paths and in ways that we had not expected to go. So let's pick it up. Verse 5, he said this, it says this. So he came, that's Jesus, he came to a city of Samaria called Sychar or Sychar, near the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. And Jacob's well was there. And so we're, again, having the context set. We're, again, having the environment set. You know exactly where he is, where he's in this particular town. He's at a well. that You can go into the Old Testament and see the whole account about how that came about. So we continue with verse 6. So Jesus, being wearied from his journey, was sitting thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. And so we learn some things right here that sometimes we just sort of fly over and we just read over and we, we don't take to our heart. They have been traveling. Jesus and the disciples are going from Judea. They're going to the Galilee. They're going this route, which is the most direct route, but is not the most politically acceptable route within the environments of that day. And so he's on his way. They're walking and he's weary. He's tired. Sometimes we just forget that Jesus is just like us. He would become tired. The journey had been long. So he's sitting by a well. Well, why would he be sitting by a well? Well, it tells us why he's tired. <coughs> he tells us what time of day it is. It's about the sixth hour. And within the, the Gospel of John at this time, the sixth hour would be noon. So it's high noon. So he's sitting there. And a woman of Samaria came to draw water. And so you think, well, okay, what's the big deal about that? That was the... Um, the culture of the day, the women would be the ones that would come and they would draw the water and they would take the water back for the various household needs, et cetera, et cetera. So what's so unusual about that? Well, not necessarily anything until you sort of think about a couple of things. Uh, from what we know, traditionally speaking, et cetera, et cetera, just the way we do life, you usually would not go to the well at high noon in the heat of the day. Okay. They would usually go either early in the morning or late in the evening. You know, you go and you fetch the water that you need for the day, or you fetch the water you need for the evening. And this woman comes and she's coming by herself. Quite often, the women would travel together, you know, just part of the task of the day, of the community, you know. This woman is alone. She comes to the water and Jesus says to her, Give me drink. Give me drink. Now, the New Record Standard, from which I'm reading right now, the next verse says, For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Well, in uh, King James and the ESV, they have the same words right there, but they put it in parenthesis, another parenthetical statement. Uh, John's just letting us know that Jesus was alone with this woman. He's sitting by the well. 
the woman comes, she's alone, and then he initiates the conversation and says, give me a drink. She had the equipment whereby to fetch some water out of the well. Jesus didn't have that. But there's so many little social mores right here that were being challenged. First of all, the woman being by herself. That lets you know some things. More than likely, the other women didn't want to have much of anything to do with her. And we find out why as this account unfolds. Also, Jesus initiating a conversation with a woman he did not know. That was not done. And at the end of the account, we find out that the disciples are amazed because Jesus was talking with this woman. It says that at the end of the account. And so Jesus was really doing some things right here, which uh, within social parameters were quite shocking. That's the reason when I hear people uh, saying things about the gospel and about the truth of the Messiah and his kingdom, that it's oppressive to women and things like that. I think, man, you've never read the scripture. Jesus did things that liberated women. I mean, just amazing things that he did. And this right here is a major example of that. So he looks at this woman and he says, give me a drink. And the reason was because his disciples were gone and they'd gone into the city to buy food. Now, verse nine says this, therefore, so because of this, the Samaritan woman said to him, because Jesus initiated it, because Jesus was the one that spoke to her first. She said to him, how is it that you, being a Jew, ask me for a drink since I am a Samaritan woman? You know, and I, I, I really do. I wish we had the body language. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wish we had the body language a lot of times. And you can actually, uh, there's actually a great movie. I, I think it's just called John. Okay. Uh, you can find it. I think it's on Amazon, maybe Netflix, something like that. But it is actually the entire gospel of John. Maybe it's called the gospel of John. It's the entire gospel of John uh, reenacted word by word. All the dialogue is exactly, I think it's from the new, uh, some new translation, but it's exactly what the gospel says. And in this account right here, it is so good to watch the body language because, you know, she comes across and she says, how is it that you being a Jew asked me for a drink since I am a Samaritan woman? Was she saying it like this? Was she saying this? How is it that you being a Jew asked me for a drink since I am a Samaritan woman? Or was she saying it like this? How is it that you, being a Jew, asked me for a drink since I am a Samaritan woman? In other words, was she being offended and snarky? Was she being humble? Was she being what? I think she was actually being a little bit hard, a little defensive, a little not sure, wondering what in the world is going on. Because here's a guy I don't know, and he's actually saying something to me, and nobody ever does that. And we're going to find out later in this account why things were like that in her life. Now, there's more to this verse right here. The rest of the verse says this, and it's another parenthetical statement. For, Jesus, for Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. John just threw that in there for our understanding. The Spirit was leading John to say, hey, make sure the people understand this. The Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Now, at that time, they would have known that. At our time, we may not know that. So look what's going on here. Jesus is thirsty. A woman comes up there. He says, hey, Will you give me a drink? And the woman says, how is it that you being a Jew asked me for a drink? Well, how does she know that he was a Jew? You know, and uh, the movie that I just referenced a while ago has a great little shot with that because it shows Jesus with his uh, uh, outfit, his clothes on, and it, it points to the, the tassels on his clothes. 
she would have known that he was Jews by the tassels, by what he was wearing. But then she she throws the gauntlet down. How is it that you being the Jew ask me for a drink because I got a double whammy against me? To start with, I'm a Samaritan, and then I'm a woman. Because she says that, since I am a Samaritan woman. Since I am a Samaritan, as we talked about in the last episode, this little half-breed kind of thing in the Jews, and since the Jews have no dealing with Samaritans, which John makes clear here, and since I am a woman, then why in the world are you even asking me for a drink? <laughs> I tell you what, uh, Jesus opened this up. Did he know this was going to happen? I think so. I think he knew. If, uh, did he know he's going to have this encounter when the Lord, when Father led him through Samaria? I don't know. These are the kind of things we simply don't know. But when this started precipitating, when this started going down right here, Jesus knew what was about to happen. And it is one of the greatest examples of the love of the Father, love of the Son, love of the Spirit, drawing somebody, asking somebody for something, answering questions, love being made manifest in a conversation. Even though somebody may be a little defensive, somebody may be a little combative, somebody may be hurt, whatever it may be, there is so much to be gleaned from right here. So I encourage you to take your time. Go read through uh, John 4. We're, apparently, we're going to spend a couple more episodes on this because my time's up right now. But just see what the Lord speaks to you about this. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you for the time together. Thank you for passing a word about this. So continue to pass a word about our times together. And uh, do check out the Patreon thing and support us if you get a chance. I'll see you later. <laughs>